Welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more. We are your top secret foodie hosts, O-N-G, and we're keeping our identities hidden for now or until this podcast is so huge that we can't hide it anymore. Hey, and welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies Podcast. This is episode 17. I cannot believe it's episode 17 already. I know. I feel like we've been doing this forever. I know. Did you know that this month marks a month, a year that we've been doing this together? Oh, wow. Not the podcast, but the, the foodies thing. Yay. Pretty exciting, yeah, huh? It's been, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> it's been a wild year, for <laughs> sure. So what's been going on with you the last two weeks? Okay, so the big blowout in the last two weeks was the Western and Southern WVM fireworks. Sure. And we went to Marble, which is spelled M-R-B-L, mm-hmm. in Bellevue, Kentucky. Yep. And they have a great view of the whole city, and we got to watch a sunset behind the city, which was really cool. Yeah. We got kind of a front row seat to the fireworks. Yeah, that's we, how you firework. Like, right? that I can do. I we like were in that. air conditioning and mm-hmm. eating steak and drinking champagne, and it was yeah, very it nice. Was so hot. I cannot imagine being downtown all stinking day just trying to get a spot to watch those fireworks outside, like, in that heat. It not was, for me. It was hot. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fun. Yeah. And I've been wanting to get into that restaurant. So the steak was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Everything I saw you post looked delicious. So. Oh, yeah. They had this spinach artichoke blue crab dip. Yeah. That looked insane. And I, I'm weird about seafood dips sometimes okay. because they just like hot seafood and cheese together doesn't always mesh well with me sure but this was really good nice so i did i that was probably my favorite thing that i had there i love that um and then we went to the pool the last day of labor day Mm -hmm. i guess that was monday yeah and we went to cooper's hawk after yep i tried a new dish did you yeah I always get the chicken piccata. Sure. This time I got the mahi-mahi. Oh, how was it? It was basically like chicken piccata, but with fish. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like lemon capers. Yep, lemon and capers. Okay. And then my pro tip is always to get lemon wedges on the side. Sure. And I, because I like it really lemony, so I squeeze those on top. Yeah. And it was really good. And we really like the ahi tuna dish that they have there. Yeah. And our server was amazing. Oh, good. Yeah. Like, yes. I I just love I We always go to the Kenwood location. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I wanted to say that La Rosa's has their Montgomery Inn pizza and Rondo's bag. Because mm-hmm. I think they always have the Montgomery Inn barbecue sauce. Yeah. But now they have the pulled pork or pulled chicken. So you can get, like, a pulled pork pizza. Oh. And there's just something about their crust mm-hmm. with the pulled pork yeah. that is just so Cincinnati. It's okay. so good. I went to the, what do you call it? I went to the soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> A football game. Uh-huh. And I got to go to the tunnel club at the TQL Stadium. And that was really fun. But they have, so they have like a buffet in uh-huh. there. And the food was like, mediocre okay i was not impressed with the buffet food whatsoever oh interesting oh no. it was like lasagna 
skyline dip that was like lukewarm uh -huh. and the cheese wasn't quite melted all the way. Yeah. And it was all just a little questionable for me. Oh, gotcha. So they had like a beautiful cheese board though. Sure. So I ate a lot of cheese okay. and vegetables. Yeah. And then they had Steve Delgado there from Delgado's Cannolis. Yeah. So I ate a bunch of cannolis. I freaking love him. So <laughs> He's the best. it was it was fun to go and like run into some people. There are a lot of like Cincinnati people there. Yeah, so. for sure. That was fun. And then I wanted to mention that I got my Skyline Limited Edition Poo Day Cup. Oh, I saw. Yeah. That's so awesome. Each you week, got Joe Burrow, right? Right. So each week they're releasing a new one. Oh. And then you can spell out Who Day with all the cups. So okay. You, you have, it's like a collect them all situation. And I was obsessed. Do you remember those Disney cups that you used to collect at McDonald's yeah. back in the day? Yeah. So I'm getting like those vibes and I want to get them all. Okay. That makes sense. I thought you just like got whatever they gave you that day. And I was like, meh. So I didn't get it. I should have done it. Yeah. How was your week, O? I am not going to lie. Between back to school and this heat, we've been doing a lot of eating home and grilling out. <laughs> but we did stop by Skyline for an after-school snack on the first day of school for my youngest, who started the day before my oldest. And then on my oldest first day of school, we stopped by Aglamisa's brothers in Montgomery after school. So I feel like we had a very Cincinnati back to school treat. That we, Sunday that you got was like insane oh, looking. It was so good. It, it looked so gooey. It had chocolate, caramel, and marshmallow drizzle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you just get to pick your three ice creams. I thought you just kind of got what you got. I thought it was right. like chocolate, vanilla, and coffee, which I was already down for. But then when they told me I could sub out, we did cookies and cream instead of the vanilla. And I felt like it just like took it to another level. Pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. And then my oldest got a butter pecan cone, which I did not show on the gram because he got his face into it before I could get a video. <laughs> <laughs> Their eye doctor is right next door, so how could I resist getting them a delicious Sunday after an eye doctor appointment? Right. Right. So um, we also went to brunch at Brown Dog Cafe in Summit Park. Did you know they have brunch at Brown Dog Cafe? I did not know that. I was just going to say that. Literally everybody I've said that to is like, Brown Dog has brunch. So Brown Dog. You need to let people know you have brunch because it's delicious. I think part of the issue is they are closed on Sundays. Is that the place that has the poutine? Well, I've actually never had their poutine. It's the place you got the poutine. But I always get mine at Senate. And so I'm scared to try uh, it. Brown Dogs because I love Senate's and I don't want to like get it and be disappointed. They put in, I think they put a fried egg on it. That's why I was saying, yeah. can I get that for brunch? Oh, I love that. Um, Yeah. Um, Senate does theirs with a poached egg on top. So you get that like gooey. Oh yeah. It's so good. But yeah, so they're closed on Sundays. So they only have Saturday brunch, but Got it's it. like absolutely delicious. The flavors hit. They do like a, um, barbacoa like dish in a, um, like a little cast iron pan, like a little skillet dish yeah. that was out of this world. They obviously have like chicken and waffles. They have burgers for the folks that don't want to eat breakfast food. Like my oldest, he had a burger. And then uh, another pro tip, we're all over the pro tips this week. They only have mimosa on the menu, but just ask them what fresh juices they have and they will do whatever you want. I got grapefruit and it was 
Oh, yum. Yeah. I love a grapefruit mimosa. Me too. Um, But yeah, the prices were also really good. I feel like Brown Dog is a little on the pricier end because of the way they do their sourcing and like they absolutely should be. I love that for them. Um, But I know there are probably some people that are like, oh, Brown Dog's expensive. Well, not at brunch. Okay. The brunch was really, really reasonable. We ate for all four of us plus a really good tip. And like I said, we had mimosas and it was like under a hundred bucks. Nice. I know. That was great. And then, ooh, there's a new food truck. Have you seen it? It is on, it's at the Shell Station where the Rhino frozen yogurt is at Glendale Milford and Kenwood, like across from City Barbecue. Just came last week. It's called La Barca and it's really, really good. Like authentic Mexican food. Tacos. They have birria. They have nachos. They have... um, they even have a like birria ramen, like oh yeah. It's I don't I don't know if I've told you this, but I think that birria tastes just like Cincinnati chili, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's like every once in a while, Mochico does the Cincinnati chili ramen. They do. I think it's gonna have very similar vibes. Only I don't think the birria ramen has shredded cheddar on top (laughs) but yeah it was really really good so and then we did also hit up senate which is like a very frequent meal for us um they had an insane special the day that we were there it was like broccoli and red potatoes like roasted red potatoes and bacon on top of a hot dog it sounds really weird but it was really really good okay i feel like it could have used some kind of acid like Either like mustard or red onions, like pickled red onions or something. There was just something missing, but it was, the flavor was really good. And then obviously we had a poutine. The um, the GM there, Meredith, is a total gem. We love her. She's been there for like six years. As Senate? Mm-hmm. She just got promoted to the GM position maybe like a year ago or not even that long maybe. I'm ready for them to open a new location because the only one is in Summit Park. Well, no, they have a window downtown on Liberty. There's, it's in the same building as like something spirits. I don't know. It's on the corner. I want to say of race and Liberty. It used to be like a Mediterranean place, like a falafel place or something that was in that window. But now it's Senate because they had closed their OTR location during COVID because it was tiny. You couldn't even get anybody in there during COVID. Right. So that's, they have that down there too. Maybe they need a food truck or something. Oh, that would be good. But, uh, and then we stopped by Goldspoon for their one year birthday celebration. I honestly can't get enough of their cookies and cream. It's my favorite in the city. So my favorite thing about that place is that they have like cute little gold spoons. I know. They are actually doing a giveaway. I think it's going to, it'll be closed by the time that we publish, but they were doing a giveaway for a set of gold spoons. Oh yeah, or you the, could just buy them. Day. You could just buy them on Amazon. You can, <laughs> um, but it's cute. It it's cute. fine. So yeah, so that was my week. So let's get into openings for this week. What do we have? Okay, I have been stalking this place on Instagram for months now. Um, Golden State Tacos, a concept from the folks at Senate and Abigail Street, is now open in Terrace Park. Um, they were really cute. They were like doing a call out like, Hey, everybody in the community come sign our petition so we can get our liquor license. (laughs) It was awesome, but they did and they're open and it looks delicious. I cannot wait to check. The cocktails look 
real, like just beautiful. Right. I've been following this place along too, and I'm really excited about it because it's kind of in my neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. And I literally drive past it twice a week, taking my kids to soccer practice. Oh, that's right. You have to go all the way out to Milford. Don't yeah. You? So I have to make a point <laughs> to get in there. But yeah. Like, I don't know if my kids are going to eat the food. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Our favorite taco place in Brooklyn when my kids were little had a chicken finger taco. And like my oldest has always been really um, adventurous in his food, but my youngest, not so much. Yeah. And it was literally just like a flour tortilla with a chicken finger and some melted cheese on it. And he would like, done. Yeah. Done. So, so. they... Notes, guys. We've already got notes. So yeah, the only the only the only reason I haven't gone in here yet is because my kids are picky, and yeah. my kids are always in the car when I'm passing by this place. Yep. So get a chicken finger taco, guys. Okay, so Laveau on Fountain Square officially opened on Wednesday, and you can make your reservations on LaveauCincy.com or on Open Table. This is a place that we've mentioned a couple times. It's an elevated Creole and Cajun food place, and it's claiming to have the finest cocktails with spirits from Cincinnati Distilling and food inspired by voodoo queen Marie Laveau and her home of New Orleans. I was looking at their menu, and they have a flaming absinthe shot. Okay. <laughs> is absinthe legal? I thought it was still illegal. I, I think it's legal. Maybe it's like a low but it's, dose. Yeah. It's, okay. it's like... It has to be a certain percentage yeah. to be legal. That makes sense. Okay. And then I'm not sure if it includes like real fire flames or not, but I hope it does. Because yeah. if it does, I will order it and try it. Oh, for sure. But we love a show. I, yeah. Anything with fire, I'm sold. Yeah. So I was looking at their menu and it's full of things like gumbo, jambalaya, fried green tomatoes, and crab cakes. And something to note is that they're only open Wednesday through Saturday evenings. Mm -hmm. And I did want to say something. So I don't know if you feel this way, but every time I drink locally made spirits, uh -huh. I feel like they mess me up. Oh, interesting. Like on another level than like doing like a Tito's or a Jack Daniels or something like yeah. more mainstream. I don't know. So I have to go down and try their yeah. stuff. I don't know if I've had spirits from Cincinnati distilling before, but I've had things from like Karakin yeah. and something I had at March 1st. I don't even know where it was from, but uh -huh. like, I don't even, I had two margaritas. From I think a, March 1st is Cincinnati distilling. Okay. Yeah. From, and it was like a locally made tequila. I had two margaritas yeah. and I like don't remember anything after that. That's hilarious. It's like, I'm like, I don't know what they put in that. Yeah. So. I mean, I mostly drink local bourbon. Well, I mean, by definition, all bourbon's local, but, <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I've done some, I had Karakin and I was fine with it, but I don't know if I've had Cincinnati distilling. Okay. Have to watch out for it. Yeah. No driving after local yeah, spirits. So, but it does look cute. I wanted to go down there and check it out. And I thought the voodoo queen thing was interesting because yeah. it's right by that other voodoo place that just opened. Oh, yeah. Which is a like a chain Which is brewery. a chain. Yeah. So. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. It's kind of like absorbing all the vibes from the new places that are opening downtown. Yeah. So all right. cool. Love it. And then opening soon, um, Birdie's Coffee Co. is coming to Norwood. Their grand opening doesn't have an official date yet, but it should be in September. They're hiring now, and this past week they posted a little, like, kind of sneak peek of what it looked like inside, and holy crap, it is gorgeous. Like, I'm obsessed with their green tile. I can't wait to check this out. They're on Facebook. 
Facebook, but they don't appear to be on Instagram. So I'm hoping that I'll just completely forget about it. But I feel like there's not really anything in that area of Norwood. So it'll definitely stick out. I've been wondering about that building for a long time. So I'm pretty excited. Right. I feel like you're going to be living over there. I might. <laughs> you're the, I mean, you're the coffee shop girl. I'm sitting here drinking a Starbucks. I am. Okay, Almost Vegan Lounge will open later this year, but they've already signed a lease on Court Street. Mm-hmm. The menu won't be exclusively vegan, but every item on it that contains meat will have a vegan option available. Okay. For example, you'll be able to order a smoked pot roast dish while the vegan dinner date may decide to order smoked jackfruit tacos. Okay. So I like, I like options. Yes, Because sure. I'm not vegan, but I will eat vegan. Love a good veggie option. I'll go through yeah. a vegan phase where I might be vegan for like a few days or a few weeks. Yeah. So I like having the options. And then the menu is being built by Chef Cameron Dangerfield, who mm-hmm. is a well-known chef that's been featured on Food Network and MasterChef. Oh, nice. Yeah. We love MasterChef in our house. When we try a new dish, my kids will, like, do the thing that Joe does where he, like, raises his nose up and kind of just, like, ruminates on it. <laughs> and they're like, I'm MasterChefing it. I love, love it. it. <laughs> so City Bird has announced its fifth location in the greater Cincinnati area. It's going to be at 5 Fountain Square Plaza right next to March 1st Brewing. So right over by Lavelle. The grand opening just happened this week, actually, it looks like. We're behind. Sorry about that. So it is actually open. And I I have to say, I've eaten at every one of Thunderdome Group's concepts except City Bird, which is pretty crazy because I have a kid who loves chicken fingers, and there's one pretty near my house. I eat there all the time. I've literally never eaten I, there. I probably go once a week to City Bird. <laughs> and it here's the other thing is that it door dashes well. Oh, sometimes, see, I know sometimes I'll get a DoorDash sandwich yeah. and it holds up well, but they yeah. have really good chicken fingers. So mm-hmm. like if I'm on the go, I just swing through there and get chicken fingers. Yeah. Easy car food. They have a good slaw too that they put on their sandwich and they have this lemon thyme sauce mm. that you can dip your chicken fingers in or you can put it on your sandwich and it's really, really good. Okay. So first watch over by the district at Deerfield Development in Mason will be opening later this month. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I love first watch. I'm not going to lie. I do too. It's really good. We just went there a couple weeks ago. I love their avocado toast. Yep. They do have good avocado toast. There aren't a lot of places I'll pay for avocado toast because I make it at home so often. Yeah. But it's definitely good at first watch. Um, Every time I go with my godmother, we always get the million dollar bacon and share it. We got that too. Yes. It's so good. It's so such good. a splurge. Yes. <laughs> but okay. So um, we learned a while ago that Shake Shack was coming to Liberty Center, which I am so freaking out about. But the timeline wasn't really clear, but it's going to be so it's a new concept from the chain. I think it's going to be their first ever one with a drive through. Um, for those of you that don't know what Shake Shack is, it, it started out as a hot dog shack in Madison Square Park in New York City. Oh, no wonder you're so excited uh-huh. about it. And so they offer burgers, dogs, crinkle cut fries that are like top notch and obviously shakes, Shake Shack, duh. But they also have some, th- okay, they also have things for vegetarians. They have a special vegetarian patty and a shroom burger. I haven't tried the vegetarian patty, but I did have the shroom burger like 
10 years ago. I hope they've changed it since then. It was a no for me. It was so garlicky. And I like garlicky, but I mean like weird garlicky and like it was so cheesy and greasy like we were not friends okay I had the sandwich it like yeah I so maybe they've changed it but right. but their burgers for me are so stinking good like everything from the bun to the way they do the patties everything's super fresh they make it right there like nice yeah I really like it so I'm excited and I Love a drive-thru, so. There's have... one in Easton. That's the closest one to us. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't go out to Liberty Center very often, but you're making me want to try this I know. Race. You might have to hit it after, I... after Woodhouse. Because, yeah, I love <laughs> a good drive-thru. Right? Same. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I love options. I like that they have vegetarian stuff, too. Yeah. Okay, so Game Show Battle Rooms is set to open its eighth location in Sharonville on September 15th. It will feature three game show arenas that can accommodate groups of people, and they will offer two types of game show experiences, classic game shows like The Price is Right and Mm -hmm. primetime games with more interactive party elements. It will be great for group events and team building things, birthday parties, and a one-hour experience at the facility will cost around $35 per person. And they also include conference room for networking and catering events. Oh, okay. Do they have food? Yeah, they have. They should have food. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I'm excited about this place. I think yeah. it'll be fun. I, I don't, it might not be my jam, but I'm like boring and weird. It's I'm one of those people that I'm like never going to go to something. But if someone invites me, I'm going to have a great time and love it and like be like, why are you always such a sourpuss? Anything yeah. themed The Price is Right, you can sign me up. <laughs> I love all of that. <laughs> so last week we covered um, Kiki at College Hill because they were on Diners, Drives, and Dives. Well, this week, the owner, Hideki Harada, he has announced that he's going to be opening a Japanese version of a bodega or like a what do we call it? A convenience store. That's what we call it in Cincinnati. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in Japanese, it's called a konbini, and it's going to be located on Court Street Plaza and carry imports from Japan. They're going to have staples like miso and like soy sauce and stuff, and then like bento boxes and sake, like things you can like grab and go. So that is going to be pretty cool. So I can't wait to check out Daruma. That's what it's called, Daruma. Yeah. Um, when it opens. So this is the guy that also owns Sen by Kiki, the 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 place where you get the really good seafood. Seafood monger in Finley Market. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. I I always forget places by their names, but when I go to Finlay Market, I'm like, this is the place where I get this. Yeah. This is the place where I get this. Uh-huh. So. Exactly. Yes. So what's, um, what is closing? We do have a couple of closings this week. Okay. So La Grassa Gelato in Madeira will sadly be closed by the end of September. Mm. And I heard this through word of mouth. It's kind of like a rumor, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. but the main owner has been working the bulk of the hours for years and he makes all of the gelato by himself Mm -hmm. and it's just gotten to be too much, which totally understand that. Yeah. And I heard, but again, haven't confirmed, that the folks at Atavola across the street are partners with him on this, and they've made the choice to not pitch in to help. Mm-hmm. And 
I know you can get La Grasa Gelato at Element Eatery in Madisonville. Yeah. But I'm not sure what the fate of that will be, if you'll be able to continue to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's just going to be making it in a house kitchen somewhere yeah. or if it's just completely gone. I just need to go in there and figure out what's going on. Yeah, that's a bummer. We go to that place all the time because we actually, when we eat at Atavala, I think they d- maybe they didn't used to have dessert at all or, like, now they, they have a couple of desserts, but we always just go next door to La Grasa. Their coffee gelato is in – I mean, their coffee is excellent, too. But right. The, you can always smell it when you go in. It's so good. Right. And it's because there's one guy making it, and he's working his booty off. I know. Ooh, and have you had the creme brulee flavor? I haven't. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get in there and just, like, consume it all before he goes. Maybe I'll get some pints to go. Bummer. So Copper and Flame also announced that they were closing their doors. Um, This is down on Vine Street near Central. There's a little bit of controversy surrounding the news article about this, right? Yeah. So there's some local news articles reporting that Kat O'Connell was affiliated with this place. And while that is true, she did sell her part in the business years ago and has not been affiliated with them for some time. Yeah. I do feel bad for them. They had a really great menu that she helped develop. Yep. (laughs) And um, they had a really great concept because you could just go in and, like, try whatever you wanted. Yeah, this is one of those places where you, like got a card and then you went up and put it in the beer machine and you could get however many ounces you wanted to right. try it, right? Uh, yeah. And it's, I think that area is just hard for any restaurant to survive yeah. because there's a place just like this in Orange Beach, Alabama, uh-huh. and it is always popping. Yeah. So I, I, ha- I will say that block, that particular block on right. Vine is like very quiet right. as far as like I feel like maybe as many people aren't walking by and seeing it. I wanted to go to this place a million times, and every single time I wanted to go, they weren't open. Oh. Yeah. Well, that would be a problem. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm really, I'm available for lunches and stuff on weekdays. Right. And they don't open till four. I think the only, and they were open, I think, at 11 on weekends, but then I always had my kids and, like, yeah. So. Lunch in OTR is tough. It's getting better. But it's, it's. Especially since 2020. Yeah. Okay. And then we have one more, but not a lot of information about it. But Haru Korean Restaurant is also permanently closed. And we have one more closing to report this week. The St. Clair Bar in Clifton is permanently shut down after nearly 10 years in business. Yeah. We've discussed. I don't go to Clifton. Um, So I have not been there. But I do really want to still check out that new place, Alive and Well. Right. And the bakery. And the bakery. And the bakery. Yeah. For sure. That's from the brown bear people. Like, it's going to be good. So good. Okay. Um, so now onto foodie news. A little more upbeat. We don't like closing. Right. We did have more closings than I was thinking this week. I know. So we mentioned a while back that Symposium, speaking of closings, in Walnut Hills had closed and that the um, chef owner, Aaron, wasn't ready to announce his next venture. Well, they have announced this week that he is now the executive chef at Birch in Terrace Park. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can't believe I've never been to this place. It's been on my list for a really, really long time. You go there, though. I've never been there, but it's been on my list. Oh, my gosh. I've literally made reservations, and then, like, my babysitter canceled or didn't show up or something happened, and we didn't end up going. Such a bummer. Their menu, like, he's revamped the menu, but I've always been, like, drooling over their menu. I don't know how ideal is. 
Got to get there. Yeah, got to get there. (laughs) Guy Fieri is back in Cincinnati, and this time he's at a restaurant called Big J's Place, which is a Caribbean restaurant in Springfield Township. Oh, Oh, actually, it's in Finneytown. Yeah, that's basically Springfield Township. Yeah, got to check that out. Yum. Caribbean food sounds good. I just looked up some pictures. Look at that. Holy moly, that looks delicious. Look at the, like, grill marks on that meat. Right? I wish you guys could see us. We should start doing video. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But, um... So, Vivi Italian is hosting a fundraising event to support Rosemary's Babies. Um, This is a charity that helps teen parents through a, like, nationwide support system. And they're going to be featuring an aperitivo buffet. This is on September 12th from 5 to 8. I should be there. And um, they will have special guests from FC Cincinnati. So, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, you don't need tickets um, or reservations. You just show up and hang out with the players and help them support their fundraising goal that sounds awesome i know i'm pretty excited and you were saying i think the last episode that anytime vivi italian is doing anything mm-hmm. outside of the norm yeah. just go just go a hundred percent and then don't forget that cincinnati restaurant week is coming up so it is september 18th through 24th this year and you can get a three-course meal from 26 to 46 dollars at participating restaurants and we just want to mention that you need to tip your servers. So make yes. sure you're taking care of your people. Yes. They are going to be very, very busy. Like busier than normal. They're going to be working their butts off for smaller checks because which, everything's so cheap. Which means so, you can tip more. Which means you can <laughs> tip more. Yes. Don't tip 20%. Tip 30%. Right. Yeah. We love that. okay and then before you head out for restaurant week september 9th which is this saturday so the weekend this is being published it's the day to dine out in cincinnati so there are a ton of local restaurants who are donating nine percent of their profits on saturday september 9th to raise funds for and bring awareness to the joe burrow foundation and it's their mission to help families overcome food insecurity through do good grants so some of the participants are dewey's los santi chino's street food um camparoso in fort mitchell which if you haven't been there so good. Okay. Um, I have a friend that knows the owners, so we go all the time, and I love it. Um, Mom and M, Goose and Elder, Delgado's, The Rind, Mita's, Gomez. There, like, there's a whole list on the Joe Burrow website, which is joeburrow.org. That's the foundation's website. Um, you can go on there and check out the list, or just donate. So Rosie's Italian is going to be open seven days a week now. Okay. So that's good to know. Yeah, I feel like uh, Anthony Sitek and that group have started, like, rolling out each one of their restaurants to seven days a week. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then last, but certainly not least, my favorite Cincinnati brothers, other than my own children, of course, (laughs) some days. I want my kids to be like the Ferrari brothers. Oh. They're, ugh, I mean, the way they treat their mom. Yeah. the best. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So the Ferrari brothers and mom and M are hosting their first throwdown September 16th at 6 p.m. at the Madisonville location. Everyone is welcome to view. They're going to be like 
projecting it up on the wall so everyone can see it, even oh, if you don't cool. have like a great spot. Yeah. Um, but they're looking for three competitors and they're going to be announcing the judges soon. And uh, there are prizes for the competitors. And if I can tell by who donated the prizes, they should be excellent. So okay. you can ch- get details on their Instagram post from today. Are you going to compete? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But it looks super fun, and I will try to be there. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, very exciting. So what is coming up for you next week? So I ran into the owner of 80 Acres Farms at the FC Cincinnati game, Uh and they invited me to a lunch at the Alcove this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be going to that because I've been trying to get into the alcove. I've never been to the alcove. Yeah. I I have seen on all the influencers accounts this week, deliveries from 80 Acre Farms, and I feel like they should be partnering with foodies. So. Oh yeah, they should be. Yeah. I'll have to talk to them. <laughs> For sure. And then we're dying to get a 21C rooftop moment on the schedule. Yes. It's just been crazy with back to school. So it has. We hope to bring you guys some more fun content next week. Yeah. I have like so many coffee dates set up. So I will be at all the coffee shops. Definitely hitting up VV Mile 42. I'm going to try to go to that VV um, fundraiser. So I'll let you guys know about that. Um, there's some exciting stuff going on at Aglamesis Brothers in Oakley. So I will let you guys know about that next time. And then you're going to try to stop by the Hoity Toity event tomorrow, right? Oh, is that tomorrow? I think I think so. I, I might be. Okay. <laughs> um, but they are definitely having their grand opening on the 15th. So I will swing in then if we can't get to their VIP event. And then... I'm going to yeah. try to, I really want to drag my kids into Golden State Tacos, even if they don't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> you should. All right. You should be like, well, learn to eat adult food. Or I'll just smuggle in some McDonald's nuggets. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Don't tell me about it. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cincinnati Foodies. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and follow us on Instagram. If you have any news, restaurants to check out, or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at Cincinnati Foodies on Instagram.